Howdy, folks. Welcome to another episode of Making Dough Show, where we are obsessed with helping you make some dough in the restaurant business. My name is Hingham, and my husband and I, we own a couple restaurants here in the San Antonio area. And uh, today, I'm going to be talking about seven ways to beat the competition in this business. You have competition. This is probably one of the most competitive uh, industries you and I have signed up for and have chosen to be here. And this is something that you need to consider um, sooner or later. It doesn't matter. You may have the best pizza place. You have the best steak place. Um, it doesn't matter what you have. Competition is coming to town. There's going to be always somebody who may do it better than you. So you need to be... Um, on top of it before they come into town and today I'm going to share with you seven tips and a bonus tip at the end uh, that we ourselves didn't consider it has nothing to do with competition in a, in a way that you think so stay tuned to that last bonus tip so let's uh, talk about that real quick again we're talking about beating your restaurant competition today seven tips so first off let's talk about a competition makes us faster and collaboration makes us better so competition isn't bad in fact it's gonna what's gonna make you and you and I faster and so if you've been getting a little bit comfortable uh, around here know that it is incredibly important for you and I to be aggressive and proactive when it comes to the business that we signed up for in the restaurant business here's the thing the second the nanosecond you get comfortable that things are are going well is the second that the enemy is working against you. My husband and I, we always remember this quote by Mark Cuban, where he says, you know, work like someone is working 24-7 to make it all, to take it all away from you. And that is a fact, and you need to know that. There are other businesses, other restaurants that are working incredibly hard. They come to your establishment to figure out why are you successful, what's on your menu, they observe your pricing because they want to beat you sooner or later, and especially if you're not aggressive about growing your sales in an obsessive uh, way, you may get buried. Uh, another tip that I have for you is to check your foundation when it comes to this particular topic. So what do I mean by uh, foundation is that, for example, if you're like, okay, how am I going to be my competi competition? That's what we're talking about. The first thing you need to do is to do a SWOT analysis of your restaurant. You need to know better than anyone else on planet Earth, what are the strengths of your restaurant? What are the weaknesses of your restaurants? What are the threats that are coming your way as in and your restaurant as well as the opportunities you need to be masterful at this you need to conduct a SWOT analysis a thorough one like once a year and I do have a show for that where I share with you um, you know what are some of the things we are doing we do a SWOT analysis when it comes to our team our management team our training our marketing again we want to look into if somebody was to come beat us and uh, win this battle um, against us what is the approach they would take and um, when and we have gone to a new market, we've done SWOT analysis of their, those businesses as well, those restaurants as well, where we're looking at, okay, what are this restaurant strengths? What are their weaknesses? What are the opportunities here based on the offerings that we see in the community be, we, before we enter uh, that community? In fact, um, another thing you can do is to do a locate. Oh, I wanted to also, let's talk about foundation a little bit more. Um, the other one with the foundation is 
there are little ways that people can beat you one of them being your ticket time the other one being your consistency that you offer with your speed of service there is a multi multi billion dollar industry on the premise of their ticket time not because of their quality of food is so good right you know mcdonald is one of the most successful restaurants in the world because they have mastered this aspect of the speed of service so that is a foundational part of your business that, of your restaurant that you need to be very mindful of i do have an episode on that where i talk about three things to fix before you market your restaurant i go over th- th- these three things and a lot more more detail one again is the speed of your service is a foundation the other one is consistency consistency with everything that you do in your restaurant again one of the things that happens with a restaurant like mcdonald or chick-fil-a and or of the likes is that people know exactly what to expect and they're going to get that which they expect whether it's 9 a.m whether it's 2 p.m or whether it's 5 you know 10 p.m right and that's incredibly uh, important so the other thing is the your service. What are some of the ways you can up-level your service? These are foundational things of your restaurant that you need to know already. Again, it goes back to your SWOT analysis. If you wanna check out that show that I did, please check in the description below. Now, another tip that I have for you when it comes to beating, beating your competition is to mobilize your team. So here's what's happening, friend. It's going to take a village to succeed in this business, a large village, actually. So you need all the allies you can get, if, the, if that makes sense. So tap into your people. They go to establishments, other restaurants in your community. They get their coffee here. They go whatever for sandwiches. They go after hours for ice cream to different places. And it is important for you to tap into their view and their perspective. It is very normal for uh, you and me that we're, if we're stuck in our operation and this is what we have in front of our eyes all the time, we're not maybe able to see the opportunities. So it's important for you you to ask your team, hey, what do you wish was around in the community? What would you see missing? What are some of the ways we could do things better? What do you hear from our customers? Because a lot of times customers express their wishes to our people. Our people don't communicate it necessarily to us if we're not proactively seeking that information, if you know what I mean. Uh, So and see what are some of the things that they want to lead. For example, they may be like, oh, I wish we had a better, like a kid's experience or something like that. So you can ask, okay, fantastic, tell me more. We're like, well, if we had a kid's area, if we had this and this and that, maybe um, whatever thing it is, and ask if they would want to lead that project. So you want to recruit your team and mobilize your team because that is going to be what it takes for you and I to beat the competition in this industry of ours. The next thing is to go wide is when I want to talk about another tip for beating your competition in this business is to go wide. Here's what happens. Obscurity kills business. People don't know about your restaurant. They don't know how great you are. And a lot of times as in, in the restaurant business, we think, oh, wow, if I offered this coupon, if I did this, if I bend backwards, friend, they don't know you even exist. So it didn't doesn't really matter what you do. So going wide is that having initiatives in place you must have for everybody in town to know you exist. You know, we own pizzerias, for example. Now, somebody may be a diehard Pizza Hut fan. I, I want them to know we exist. Now, 
And it's going to take a lot of work on our part to convert a Pizza Hut lover, hypothetically, or Domino's lover, you know what I mean, to our ways of uh, pizza biz. But we need to have initiatives in place to cast a wide net for everybody in town to know we exist. Sir, here's what happens. You know, maybe a Hollywood actor, I don't know, like Tom Cruise, right? Not everybody likes Tom Cruise, but everybody knows Tom Cruise. And Tom Cruise gets uh, a lot of money per movie, right? Not because they love you or come to your business, but you want to make sure you cast a wide net and have strategies in place for that. Um, When you do, for example, a social media giveaway and you may boost that post or whatever you are engaging the community in a zip code they may not already be your customer but it's a micro commitment to leave a comment or tag a friend in hopes of you know getting something for free that's a micro commitment that's an example of casting a wide net i don't know if it makes sense um again as i mentioned you want to be your goal has got to be to be known by every single person in five mile radius of your restaurant that is like one of our main mission when we go wide right so and you want to make it easy for them to try your restaurant um are you for example for us you know we give a lot of free pizzas um again we're in the pizza business to a lot of people we we make it easy for them to try our food we get our food in their mouths without them making a commitment just yet in hopes that again being known we want to build goodwill and many of them do convert out of ways some of them don't right it's again not just yet until uh until we get there. Some of the guerrilla marketing strategies, I actually have an episode on that as well. For example, one of the things we do is, you know, we have a pizza costume that goes out by the side of the road and dancing with a sign. What that does, again, is casting a wide net. That's another strategy for casting a wide net. Net, I don't know if that, you know, cat, you know, like a fishing thing, you know what I mean? So not everybody's going to come maybe to our restaurant seeing that pizza costume, but they're going to appreciate the hustle. Like, who are those people over there? You know, we're going to be, again, be known in our town so that is about going wide friend and if you want to beat the competition you cannot handle being obscure and you want to make sure every single person in a five mile radius of your restaurant knows that you exist obviously once you go wide the next step is for you to go deep and you need to have deep ties with people in your community and that is very very important so you want to make sure you have deep ties with schools with police with the fire department with the chamber of commerce with churches Um, if there are any local events you need to be present like i don't know uh parades you know there are a lot of local events like uh you know craft fest i don't know you need to partner with other local businesses, see if you can trade gift cards. That is going deep. When you're going one-on-one, deeper relationship with institutions or businesses locally. Again, hosting fundraisers for schools. You have a point of contact in different schools, hypothetically, right, where you're hosting fundraisers with the fire department, with the police department. You all want to be friends with those people. You know that. Overall, with churches. So, again, it depends on who you are and uh, what is going to be your approach to that. So you need to realize that when someone is coming to town, right, the competition that's coming to town won't have those deep ties with church number one, church number two, that have maybe, um, or schools, whatever. They need to start those relationships from scratch. So you have the advantage while 
you can to take advantage of that and aggressively going back to the being uh, the first point that I was trying to uh, share with you is to be incredibly aggressive about this is that you are creating deep ties with people in the community particularly influential people in the community you're going over shaking hands and taking some free food meeting some people and continue to have those relationships so when the competition comes because people are loyal to people they're not loyal to businesses so know that even if this other restaurant maybe they have a better more fancier brand than you whatever people are maybe going to continue to be loyal to you because they are loyal to you you know as the business owner or the manager so be very uh mindful of uh that okay last but no actually tip number six that i wanted to give you is to freshen up your brand here's what's going to happen people when these people are going to open whoever is your competition that comes into town they're going to throw this party uh it's going to be their grand opening party they're going to have a thing of fresh paint on the walls they're going to have nice decor some of them you know we've had people come into our town that they've had a lot more budget money to have a very much fancier decor than we do right you need to Every quarter, freshen up your brand a little bit. Spend a little bit of money, make things a little bit nicer. Maybe some chairs need to repair, some tables need to repair. Maybe you need to put a coat of uh, fresh paint, right? Know that, again, your competition is going to come in. There's going to be this novelty, this new thing that they're doing. Um, they're going to be hosting this um, grand opening event. Why are you not hosting any events yourself already in the community? Maybe once a quarter, or you have, you're hosting maybe a family event, maybe beer tasting, maybe wine tasting kids event live music maybe that's what they're going to do they're going to look into your business you're like you're kind of stale you've been there for years and you've not innovated and you've been busy but someone else is going to come into town and bring a fresh um fresh offerings per se to your community and they're going to win the community instead of you so if you can why don't you freshen up your brand now uh because right before they come into town and the uh, last tip I have for you before my bonus tip is to build that list. It is incredibly critical that you have a way of communicating with your customers directly, that you are not relying on even social media platforms for this. You must have your customers' email addresses. You must have your, their phone numbers. And you need to be able to either, you know, and their addresses if you do offer delivery, right? You need to have email marketing in place. You need to have text message marketing in place. And if you do mailer, but that's, you know, a little bit de depending on the situation here. And it's kind of more expensive. Is that you need to have a way of directly communicating with your customers. Because otherwise the competition is coming to town. And how are you going to let everybody know that your existing customers, that maybe you're going to do a, a particular deal you want to do a special offer you know at the same time as that those other people are going to give out a lot of free food in their first quarter that's going to be their 90-day marketing plan right they're going to saturate your five mile radius with their free food and events and grand opening and making it fun so what are you going to do you may want to host an event of your own you may want to um, offer a deal that is a no-brainer you need to have a way of communicating with your customers directly yes social media is important of course you need thousands of customers friend we already know that so as the competition is not maybe as aggressive and maybe you are winning already maybe you're not even winning maybe the competition is beating you be sure to capture your customers contact information so you have a way of directly contacting with them not being at the mercy of uh, mr zuckerberg but again i am pro that as well 
bonus tip is this you know when we had competition uh, come into town we have some movie theaters coming in and they also have pizza in their establishment and uh, pretty cheap uh, i might say again they have a really large budget the oven is like a 100k oven and so one of the things that we did not consider, we did all this stuff to make sure that we're not necessarily losing customers, but we didn't realize that, oh, wait, they're going to come and steal some of our staff we did not know about. Their manager is going to come over to your restaurant. They're going to be eating at your restaurant. They're going to observe, oh, wow, that, friend, that staff is friendly. That one's this. That one's that. They're going to pass out, out their business card. Hey, whenever you want some extra hours, if you're not fully happy here, you know, we we're hiring and blah, blah, blah. And you can get, uh, for example, this was movie theaters, right? They're like, oh. Oh, you can get, um, obviously, tell a teenager they can watch movies for free and for them and a friend, you know, you get anybody to sign up. But when folks were going to interview, uh, for example, they're like, um, they would ask this establishment, how much do you pay? Is like, well, how much is so-and-so that where you're working is paying you right now? And they'd be like, X, well, we'll pay you more than that, right? So these people that are coming new to your market, not only are going to try to steal your customers they are going to also try to steal your staff so i hope you're ready for that and you have a contingency plan because uh, it is happening friend this is the industry you and i signed up for and it's incredibly incredibly competitive i hope that you found these seven tips to be helpful i would love to always hear from you you can always send us an email to making show at gmail.com again i'd love to hear your thoughts next is that we, i have a free resource for you called a year's worth of marketing ideas to grow your restaurant sales that's a free pdf it's like 20 some odd pages i go over 52 different ways that you can market your restaurant why because i think if you were to implement one thing a week Right. If we would implement one thing a week, hopefully by the end of the 52 weeks after a year, we have 52 different ways that are working for us to make sure that we're continuing to crush our sales in this business aggressively, as I mentioned. Uh, thanks for tuning into the show. Be sure to subscribe. Uh, on YouTube or all the podcast platform, give us a thumbs up. If you are tuning in on the podcast, I'd greatly appreciate it if you would please leave us a review and or you can always share this show with a fellow restaurant owner, maybe on a Facebook group or a LinkedIn group. Again, I'd appreciate it very much. And with that, let's get back to work and make some dough. Thank you. Bye-bye.